Hello, everybody, and welcome to this, the first episode of the Little Kings podcast. I'm Ryan, also known as Penguin Monster. And I am also Ryan, but I go by No Mercy Merc. Yeah, we'll try to uh, make it really difficult for you learning the new hosts. Um, no different names, though. Ryan and Ryan. Easy. Easy peasy. <laughs> so I, I thought we'd start off. There's some big congratulations in order. No Mercy Merc affiliate status on twitch as of last night hot off the presses seriously congratulations dude i was so not expecting it this soon with the whole the whole transition from mixer to twitch being only like what was that a week ago a week and a half ago i i don't know there's been so much streaming news which actually we'll get into but uh yeah i know june 22nd mixer shut down and I, the next stream, I, I transitioned straight to Twitch with 13 followers and to get traction so quickly from one platform to another. I, I, so thankful and appreciative of everything. That's so awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you're, you're soon behind. I, I feel it. Oh, it, feel it'll it. happen eventually. I'm in the yeah. grind right now. Um, you know, you, you start a lot before me. Uh, and you've yeah. you've done it a lot more consistently. So, yeah. But I'm just so happy for you. Could, you could not deserve it more. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, this is the Little Kings. Um, we are two best buds from college um, who have now since moved away from each other, unfortunately. But we have kept up with our relationship through mainly video games and streaming together and texting each other occasional memes. Um, so, I thought it'd be cool of us to set up a little podcast. Uh, talk about really whatever is on our minds. Um, this week, I feel like will be very heavy in terms of streaming news, uh, but we will branch out as well. Really talk about yeah. anything. Do you want to give a little background on uh, where where our name came from? Why why we are the Little Kings? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'm Ryan. You're Ryan. I'm Ryan. We're both Ryan. Irish origin for the name Ryan is Little King. So there you have it, the Little Kings. And my my so my name my parents picked because of my Native American heritage, and it means Little Mountain. Oh, so yeah. we could have been the Little Mountains. It, we could have. I, I feel like that doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, I like the Little Kings, but it's perfect. Yeah. I think it describes us perfectly. Nice. Yeah. I mean, psh, yeah. We're. <laughs> and and maybe maybe one day we'll be the big kings. Maybe we're just coming up in we, our we our could brains and yeah we could we be could promoted be to that one day. Yeah, we'll who knows? see. Yeah, except we'll have our all our branding be the little kings, but you know. Yeah, yeah. minor. Maybe minor we'll things. graduate to that one day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I thought we could basically go over the past couple of weeks in streaming news because. There was definitely not a lack of streaming news over the past couple of weeks. Um, this whole year has been nuts, 2020, the year of coronavirus. Um, but God, in streaming news, let's see. We started, probably we started with the big Mixer announcement, right? So we both streamed on Mixer for quite a long time. Um, you, how long did you stream on Mixer for? I was nine months. Nine months. Wow. Nine months. Yeah. I made the move as soon as Shroud did. Gotcha. I was like, they got Ninja, but I, you know, 
I, I wasn't a huge fan of Ninja. I didn't watch him a lot, but I watched Shroud a lot, and I was like, this is a bigger move than I thought it was to Mixer. So I jumped ship and Did you get any kind point. of uh, contract like Shroud? Or? Uh, uh, no, no. I ah. mean, I, I asked for $9 million. Mm-hmm. I, I heard they gave him 10 or something. They, they declined my nine. Oh, but, that's, uh, that's too bad. You know, yeah, next I went time. over for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then I I actually went over. I, I think we streamed for a little while together right when you had switched. Right. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I kind of fell off of streaming for a little while, had some things going on in my life. And uh, then I came back maybe a month and a half or two months ago. Um, and then we got the big news that Mixer's dead rest in peace yep yep one month notice that is insane to me i yeah like honestly they could have given zero time notice at the same time like it it didn't need to be any and they didn't need to preface it at all they could have just shut it down yeah well i don't love so you know who cares about us we we were not like partner status or anything like that but i don't love that not the big names like Shroud and Ninja and them, but the the smaller folks who were partner status, they found it out with the announcement tweet that Mixer's dead. And I, I really don't feel like that is the right way to go. Um, clearly, Microsoft did not have live streaming as much as of, of a focus, um, but I, I guess really because it was part of their brand and that's what they have to do, they seem to be all about the creators and a sense of community and to not even privately email your partners maybe a week before you make the announcement or something like that so they can start getting their ducks in a row, I feel like that's not great. I think at the same time, you have to be careful of like who you let know first because there were people who were fresh partners, like just hit 2K followers, just got their title. What, what stops them from sharing this email? Taking a screenshot, sharing it on Twitter. That's and then true. they didn't even hear it from the source. Yeah, that that's a fair point. It would get leaked pretty easily if you sent it all out to all your partners. Yeah. Especially I, with how many partners there actually were. And it, it felt like at the time that Mixer actually announced that they were going to be closing, it was like there were so many people I knew that got partner within two weeks before that. Yeah. It was like almost that prime time for people to start hitting 2K and getting the partner status when they actually closed. Yeah. I get that's a fair so, point. I, so, did they do you know if they sent out any kind of separate communication on top of the tweet to their partners? Because I, I get I haven't seen anything. Yeah, yeah. Because I get you're right. It would get leaked if they sent out things early, but maybe at least some kind of personal touch besides just the tweet to your partners, like thanking yeah. them and you know, like saying, okay, here's how to convert over to Facebook Gaming which who the hell actually wants to do that? Um, we, we could talk about platforms uh, in a little bit here. But I, yeah, I, so I, I just, go ahead. I think that's the only thing that would have come from them was like, okay, here's a link to go sign up for Facebook and you can link your Mixer account and that would basically be it. Maybe a thank you in the email. I, yeah, I don't know, but you would hope, you would hope. Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I guess that's fair. All right, so my question for you is why why do you think Mixer actually shut down? Do you think there's there's a hard concrete reason? Or do you think they just didn't get the traction that they wanted? It wasn't it didn't blow up the way they expected it to. Yeah, so 
I think it's a little hard to really know because we don't see behind the scenes and things like that. Um, but if you looked at their growth numbers, um, I think they're around, they're in the twos in terms of percentage of market cap, uh, market share. Um, mm. That really did not get much of a bump, even with the signing of their huge names like Ninja and Shroud. Um, Twitch, meanwhile, grew like hell during that same p- time period. YouTube grew like hell during that same time period. And Facebook gaming also grew like hell during that same time period. So I, I think the writing was kind of all the, on the wall in terms of them not being able to capture any new folks. Um, Microsoft is an incredibly giant company. And I think they just ran some numbers and they're like, you know, they, they could have maybe made it happen if they wanted it to be a huge focus for them, but they would have had to change so much else besides just trying to steal people over from Twitch um, that I think they just felt it wasn't a feasible business move for them, um, and they probably were just done with it. I, I think some of the technology behind it, they'll probably port over to Xbox, to the Xbox team. I, I think they might do some like live streaming stuff through the Xbox and, you know, maybe some of the stuff they've learned from Mixer they'll, they'll use for that. Um, but yeah, I, I think Facebook probably did some kind of buyout to get the, um, cause there's some kind of cooperation there for them to say, you know, every partner can move over to Facebook gaming. There had to be some kind of money there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Microsoft was just like, we've got so many other things going on. It's clearly not seeing the growth that we thought it would. Let's dump it. But what do you what do you think? So my theory, I might I might be a little conspiracy on this. Oh, but, um, okay. So if if you remember, it was like a few days before Mixer announced they were closing, the huge DMCA strike happened between Warner Bros, Sony, and Twitch. It's true. And as far as I know, Mixer had no way of informing streamers whether or not they had a DM- DMCA strike against their VOD or or anywhere else. Hmm. And it's like it's required by DMCA law or standards or whatever that you have to make an effort to enforce DMCA. So my thoughts are that Mixer had did not have that in the pipeline. Facebook might have known they didn't have it in the pipeline and they could have been facing a pretty heavy lawsuit. Does Facebook have that? So Facebook does monetization and can take ads down off of your video if it includes a copyright song. Gotcha. So Facebook has the technology. Twitch has the technology. YouTube has the technology. So I think Facebook was smart and knew Mixer didn't and swooped in to save their asses from a lawsuit. Yeah. Well, and it, I suppose it could be a combination of all that, right? Cause it could be Microsoft didn't think it was feasible to implement something like that when they're hemorrhaging all this money anyways, right? When they're not yeah. seeing super, a huge, like Microsoft is a giant company who's done a ton with tech. They could figure that out at some point. Right. But they're oh, yeah. probably like, it's not worth the time and effort and it's probably not worth the potential of a lawsuit to do that because this platform is not going anywhere. 
Right. And they were working on so many other features that they were lacking that a streaming platform should have. Like they introduced clipping a week before they closed too. How do you have a streaming platform without clips? Well, so they had clips for partners earlier. In beta, right. Right, right. Um, but then they decided to open it up to any streamer. Um, right. But yeah, that's true. Hey, well, hey, they had co-streaming. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we, give them that. we, we loved our uh, co-streaming. Twitch only has that at partner level, unfortunately. But yep. uh, And they, they also started the, um, did they call it Faster Than Light? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, so the they, low latency thing. Yes. That was impressive, and it's still more impressive than Twitch. Twitch right. did implement faster than light, but I think they call it low latency because they couldn't pin the term sure. faster than light. But it's still Mixer was one second. Twitch right. is like three to five seconds. Yeah. Not a huge difference, but it, it matters. Yeah. With chat interaction and and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean that's really one of the benefits of having competition in this space right is if somebody comes out with a new feature you know the competitors are going to try to have to match that so it's always good to have some competition I, I don't love the state of youtube in terms of video content because there's really no huge competitor towards to them i, I mean sure there's vimeo but i wouldn't call vimeo much of a competitor to youtube mm -hmm. um so it is good to have that competition but clearly mixer lost <laughs> yes at the end of the day yes um, yes absolutely so yeah so then we had some thoughts in terms of where to go um do you want to kind of talk about some of your thoughts on that and i can chime in yeah so initially i thought heck no to facebook like it just seems it seems yeah. too personal of a platform like i i don't want to integrate and like almost force my friends to kind of watch me and publicize it to my <laughs> friends because this is my thing. Like this is my hobby. This is like, I, I honestly don't think I would be able to act like the way I do now. If I knew there were like friends in chat that weren't necessarily like my best friends, right. You know, my stranger friends from high school and middle school and all that, that would just be weird. Yeah. And I had and personally also, deleted my, my personal Facebook account like a year yeah. or so ago. Yeah. yeah. And so like, so what I did was I went to Facebook. I, I picked up my name in case, you know, they ever pick it up and change their user interface or like make it more discreet or whatnot. Um, so I definitely, I went on all the platforms and I stole my name, but I was definitely not leaning towards Facebook streaming. It just, it, it feels weird. Right. And then, um, you know, picked up my YouTube name and wasn't really feeling YouTube either. And luckily, luckily for me is a week before Mixer shut down. I did a stream on Twitch because Mixer was having an itch, an issue where That's you right. couldn't go live. So I was like, I want to stream. I have a Twitch account, 13 followers. I'll let everyone know that I'm actually going to be streaming on Twitch tonight. And uh, it, it was booming. It was like 15 viewers on Twitch. And I was like, yeah, so that had to give you some confidence moving over there at least. For sure. It was like, it, it, it was so lucky for me right. that that happened to just a week before. Right. Because I could kind of test the waters without really testing the waters. And then ultimately, I was going to do restreaming. Like, I was going to stream to multiple platforms at once because why not? Mm -hmm. You know? It's um, a little tough with chat, though. It is tough with chat, the whole integration between all of them and getting confused of who's chatting on what platform and a follow comes from where and 
all that stuff. So that is confusing. And I, I that was one hesitation of doing it. Um, but now that um, I'm affiliate on Twitch, it's like you basically sign a contract saying that you can't stream to any other platform. Oh, I didn't realize uh, affiliate level had that. Yeah, I, so I figured partner level, level, but I don't know if it's that you literally can't stream to any other platform, but you can't broadcast the same exact stream at the same exact time to another platform. Gotcha. I need to look on whether or not you can stream on Facebook on Monday, YouTube on Tuesday, Twitch on Wednesday. I would. I don't know if that's the case, but yeah, I mean, I'm not. I I haven't researched this, but I would think so. Um, since you know, some of the things when, when streamers get bigger is that they sign exclusive contracts, which are on top of just their normal partner contract. So yeah. I would think you could still stream somewhere else if you wanted on different days. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I guess, I guess they are signing the exclusivity to that specific day's content. So like, right. But at the same time, like you can produce YouTube videos from it. So is that right? That's not live stream though. It's not live. Yeah, and I, I would guess eventually Twitch might try to make some kind of contract that says you can't put any content on a different platform, but yeah. who knows? Yeah. If they ever added a more discoverable side of offline content on their website, I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah, so oh. maybe talking a little bit more about the platforms in general. Um, yeah, so I personally chose Twitch as well. Um, I didn't have anywhere near as big of a following as you. I, I had, a, I think, about 74, 75 followers on Mixer. Um, then I came over to Twitch. Now I only have about seven followers on on Twitch. So I did lose quite a bit in terms of follower count. Um, but to me, YouTube could make sense at some point to switch to if they were to make streaming a focus. Um, they have a much higher market share overall of just folks using the platform in general. Um, but in terms of their live streaming focus, I think it's just not there yet. It, the UI would need some changing. Right now, really, it will only suggest things on, on like the left side. This might be the right side on the, on the camera. <laughs> but um, on the left side of your screen, uh, really will be the, the only place where you see things consistently in terms of who's live. You will occasionally in your suggestions get a, a video suggestion that shows someone live, but that's only really if you've been actively watching them as live um, and it's very inconsistent. So my thought was I want to do streaming because I like the live interaction of it. I think in terms of live streaming, Twitch is the biggest and most focused on it right now. And then I can always record my streams, put out any highlight videos or anything else that I really want to do that's not real time onto YouTube. Um, but that's kind of why I decided to go with Twitch in terms of my live streaming, live streaming experience. But I could see them as a platform killing Twitch at some point if they make it more of a focus. Because Twitch is never going to have the same market share in general as YouTube. They'll never come close. YouTube is the biggest video platform by far, second biggest search uh, engine, first being Google, which owns YouTube. Um, so uh, just in terms of growth, Twitch is never gonna be there. Um, so do you think YouTube would benefit from its own 
um, like URL differentiator between regular YouTube and YouTube gaming so that they aren't as integrated? Or like, what do you think, how does, how does YouTube actually branch out, increase their uh, UI and, yeah. and drive more viewers that actually enjoy streaming content. I don't think it should be a separate URL because then at that point, it's almost defeating the purpose. Then at that point, you don't have the same market share. Um, but maybe it could be a separate tab within the same site. Um, mm-hmm. But really, I, I think if they just spent more time suggesting live streams along with the video suggestions... You know, they have a really advanced machine learning algorithm that basically is really good at picking whatever your preference is and whatever you, it thinks you want to watch. I mean, I'm sure we've both spent plenty of long nights just going down a rabbit hole that you never thought you'd be going down because it just yep. has such great suggestions. Yep. Um, so if they took that and then started suggesting live streams, um, I, I could see it growing a ton there. And then they could have... They do have like a separate way to go to YouTube gaming specifically, but it's definitely not um, an upfront focus for all their consumers. It, you have to find it. They're, they're not yeah. presenting it like front and center at all. It's definitely not intuitive to get to that section, that no. browse section to see who's streaming what game and stuff. It is not intuitive whatsoever. No, not at all. And I, I don't even think they have... Or if they do, I haven't found it, so that's not good either. Um, I, I don't think they have any kind of ranking in terms of here's the top streamers right now, here's the top streamer for each game, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. And so so then moving towards Facebook and the way that they're pushing live streaming onto people, it's like, I, I don't know if it's because I stream and I'm interested in a lot of gaming content, but I'll be scrolling through my Facebook feed. You probably can't speak to this because you don't scroll through Facebook. Right. Um, but it literally, like every every four items down is a live stream mm. of someone playing like Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty. And it's like, I wonder, like, and these people that are popping up are... 2000 to 3000 viewers okay on facebook and it's every time it never it never brings someone small up but it's like i wonder how many people are actually watching that because the thing is is just people scrolling by is is me stopping on it and it auto playing without sound counting as a viewer for those three seconds i'm on it and it catches my attention i would think so because that's what they count for a view in terms of the regular videos which has always been kind of a point of contention with youtube um, because they don't have just a feed you scroll through that auto plays videos. So Facebook can claim, oh, this video got 25 million views on our platform, whereas YouTube, maybe it only got 10 million views. But really, in terms of watch time, it's probably similar. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I would, I would think that counts as a viewer. So and like that's crazy to me because that's like a false sense of success. Right. And also like, the people people on Facebook, I feel like, aren't there to like chat. They aren't there to be part of an additional community because that Facebook is for their own personal friend community. Right. Like they're not trying to branch out into something bigger. Yeah, could be. So let me ask you this: when it when you're scrolling through and you see a live stream, I get that. But mm-hmm. is there then some kind of hub for live streams? It, it's a, it's just like YouTube. It's so hard to like. Mm find navigate i've never found i've never found a list of games 
Okay. Like, gotcha. <laughs> like Twitch has like, okay, these are the like, uh, what are they called? The like header screens. The what are they called? Uh, like when <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the the front the front page. Like I don't even know. Like the games marketing. He- uh, dude, I can't think of the name of this thing. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Um, like the, the picture that they put on the front of a case of a game cover, a cover. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> the game cover is like lined up perfectly and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm feeling right. like watching apex today. So I'll click on apex and then it will list streamers, but no Facebook's like, all right, these are five people streaming. It's listing all different games. It's a mess. Gotcha. It's an absolute mess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the, the only interesting thing that I could see with Facebook is that they also own Instagram. And Instagram has a lot more video content. um, And you're kind of more used to seeing videos as you're scrolling through there. Um, Mm -hmm. So I could see them putting a live stream on there. Uh, But again, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, what counts as a view? Is anybody gonna actually sit there on the live stream and and chat in when they're in their Instagram app? Like, yeah, there's issues with that. Yeah, I feel like Instagram is such a like a short term entertainment value because like I think they limit videos to a minute or something like they have a video limit you have on Instagram. But they do have Instagram live, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that is true. So, I mean, that's just something I could see them bringing to in the bringing to that in the future. But yeah, Again, I like why I did live streaming on Twitch is because that is the focus for Twitch. Mm-hmm. And if, and if, I think, if go ahead. I think if community is important to you, it's like you're wanting people who are coming to a specific website for a specific purpose, and that's Twitch. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. So that's my two cents. That I, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, moving on from from where to put your own content and maybe talk about some other streamers now, uh, additional streaming news. Let's see what, what was, what was right after that? Well, so there, there's this whole thing of now where are Ninja and Shroud going to go? Um, they have not as of yet, this is uh, July 3rd that we're recording this. They have not yet signed a contract anywhere. They have not streamed since the mixer announcement, but I bet that's because they're trying to get some kind of contract to sign and then stream on that platform. Uh, they did deny Facebook gaming, however, right? Right. Yeah. So, so I, I'm wondering if Mixer's upholding their contract until July 22nd for them to actually be released. Like they could immediately stream on Facebook right now if they wanted. But if they say no, they have to wait till July 22nd. That's kind of like maybe that's what's going on. Oh, that's interesting. That That could be. I guess I was just assuming they're in talks with the other companies and just trying to get their contracts figured out. I thought that too at the beginning. And then I was like, for them to both be completely silent. Yeah. Literally, literally shroud hasn't sent a tweet to anyone. Hasn't retweeted, hasn't mentioned nothing. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm still thinking that could be because of contracting, right? You don't want to say anything too much to, to like, give anything away in case you could be poached by another big company or something like that. Right. 
I guess so. And like, why wouldn't they keep streaming at that point on Mixer if uh, their contract is not up? Vacation, baby. <laughs> well, that could be true too. I mean, they deserve a break, right? They uh, like. So, so I was watching Hannah's stream. So Hannah is Shroud's girlfriend, right? And he actually came to help her because she just set up a dual PC setup. Okay. And she was having issues, so he came into the room to help her. Yeah. Her her chat goes wild. Like, sure. Oh my god, what's there? Was she he like hiding himself from the stream? She completely turned off the camera. First, oh. Probably. Probably because he's unkept. He probably hasn't showered in eight days or something. <laughs> he's just chilling. Um, yeah. But um, and so she she had made a comment that like he is just taking the time off for himself. That was her comment, and like I could totally see that as a option because oh absolutely he's been on the grind for years. Right. He loves doing it, but like a good break every once in a while. And I mean, especially for a reason like this. It's right. Like, and if, if the rumors are true about him just getting paid out that 10 million, but I'd be could, figuring out what to buy. Right. <laughs> I could take a, I could take a month off for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I think right after all this news was Dr. Disrespect, right? Yeah. So yeah. Dr. Disrespect gets banned from Twitch. This is maybe a week after that. We still don't know exactly why not a clue the first 48 hours were so hectic yeah i literally my phone never dies i never am on my phone enough to kill it in a single day i was on twitter refreshing the hashtag disrespect feed just to just to get a snippet of something hear all the conspiracy theories absolutely Uh, i know you turned uh slashers notifications on i had to yeah there's i actually turned chem stars on too Keemstar, yeah. yeah is that how you, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of uh, of Keemstar. Yeah, um, me. Uh, so I turned those off quickly because it's <laughs> literally like it, it's funny because slashers like you get his tweet and then two minutes later is when it comes out from the official company. Right. So, so like Hyperscape, his his announcement for that it was literally two minutes before he's got Ubisoft some inside inside sources, and it was like, oh dude, he's legit slasher's legit yeah um but um, uh, what, what was i gonna say so about dr disrespect is that it took about 48 hours i think for him to finally send a tweet right and even the tweet is cryptic oh very right like i, well, I, I don't know i don't know if it's true or not either because if if he had just ended his stream normally right and then he got and then he still had no idea why. That's one thing. But the way he ended his stream was yeah. so questionable. And he knew what, like, something happened. Definitely. Yeah. So, so just, just kind of cover the background a little bit more. Um, there's a clip of his, the end of his stream, the, I, the, I guess, the day before he was banned. The, the, the last time he streamed before he was banned. The last maybe five or six minutes... He's acting a little bit strange. And now this is Dr. Disrespect we're talking about. So strange is not normally, it it, is not necessarily abnormal, right? Um, But he did seem a little bit off. He seemed to be looking to one of his other monitors or maybe his phone. uh, And then he talked about how we're going to get through this. He said something along those lines and ended the stream with just an F-bomb. 
yeah. which I think also he's done that before. Um, so not necessarily a red flag, but with all that behavior and then, of course, the announcement the next day, it's a little suspicious that he didn't think anything was up at that point. I think another red flag for me, too, is that literally at the beginning of that clip, he's like, you know, I was I was going to get off, but I really don't want to get off now. And five minutes later, he ends his stream abruptly. He should have gotten off at that point. At this, oh, he should have gotten off. <laughs> this would not be as like as big of a deal. Yeah, it'd still be a big deal, but it wouldn't be as strange and like something's off. Right. Well, and and then the strange part of it uh, to me was so the announcement from Twitch comes up, no reasons given. Uh, then he starts losing sponsors, like sponsor websites don't have his logo on it anymore. I don't think anybody officially came out and said we're dropping Dr. Disrespect. Um, I think Discord had. I oh, think Discord they were had. The only one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, which is what we're streaming on right now, actually. Uh, you know, we, Be careful what we say. <laughs> We'd take a sponsorship, too, by the way. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so dropped sponsors, then starts picking him up again. Yeah, reinstated. So, yeah, so, so there was there was of course allegations of sexual misconduct um, that came up. He did have you know some other instances uh, beforehand where where he did have you know some infidelity with his wife. Um, there have been things throughout Doctor Disrespect's career that have been a little bit controversial, um, but there was some pretty big allegations when the Twitch ban came up. Uh, so I think all those sponsors started dropping out around that, but then they got reinstated and we haven't heard anything in terms of legal action. We haven't heard, we haven't really heard anything besides the one tweet from Dr. Disrespect saying Twitch had not reached out to him to give the reason, which who knows, who knows if that's true. I mean, maybe they hadn't reached out, but I think he knew the reason. I think he knew too. Yeah. Like, um, like he had to have known. Right. But nobody knows what that reason is. Cause, cause there's all those allegations that came out again, allegations. Um, but then there's also thoughts of maybe him and Ninja and shroud are starting their own streaming company, which, <laughs> which like is hilarious. Cause there is all this news of mixer. Um, I think that's why it's fresh in people's mind. Uh, it's it's not an easy thing to start a streaming company, uh, first mm. off. Th- then the funniest thing I heard was that perhaps they were teaming up with Elon Musk uh, to start a streaming company. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that's that's a rumor flying around now. Uh, there's also just rumors that maybe he's switching platforms and Twitch found out about that, so they just banned him right away to get rid of him because um, they did have a contract, an exclusivity contract with him. Really, we don't know what's going on. All we know yeah. is everything's weird and we haven't heard anything about it and we're on the edge of our seat. And we've stopped refreshing Twitter every 30 seconds for now because it's been over a week. But God, we want to know. <laughs> God, we want to know. And then so this poor streaming company called Brime oh, comes yeah. up g- g- out of nowhere. details on that. So, so everyone, everyone starts assuming that... They, so this new Twitter pops up. It's called at watch brime so so they they come out i think they created their twitter like the day after dr disrespect or something like it was very very close it was very suspicious and so Hmm. 
they start picking up traction of like this is this is the streaming platform that he's creating he's teamed up with spotify because spotify has talked about creating a streaming platform well and they just got uh joe rogan experience huge podcasts i think a hundred million dollar deal um and joe rogan experience is huge in terms of a video podcast as well very popular on youtube and it's thought that he will do both video and audio over there so spotify's trying to get more into video why not live streaming yep so this brine pops up out of nowhere so people are like this is it this is this is dr disrespect ninja shroud this is it come to find out this poor little company was starting to trying to start a very small streaming content creator specific streaming website and (laughs) that is just nothing nothing to do with any of this nothing to do with any of this and they're like they're like we wanted to start small we wanted to grow organically Hmm. within 24 hours they have a hundred thousand followers on twitter they're like getting asked questions left and right of what's your service gonna be like they like but they they had kind of fueled the conspiracy too because at one point they were following three accounts ninja shroud and dr disrespect well i listen if you're going to launch a streaming platform and you've got this opportunity you should take it right oh you, you should for sure like and like it, they've gotten huge like so much publicity because like i know dr lupo follows them now like people are interested in this streaming platform mm-hmm. now of like one I don't think it's ever going to work. On, oh, I don't think it's ever going to take yeah. off the ground. <laughs> but like <laughs> a concept where it's like four people start up a streaming platform and it's literally a uh, content creator based like they're not going to they're not going to fuck around. There you go. With um like all these allegations, they're going to be very strict on rule following and stuff like that and it was kind of refreshing to hear their whole like motive behind the streaming platform, mm-hmm. but no, it's, it's never going to take off. Yeah, I wish them luck. I do wish them luck and I want them to keep pursuing it. Sure. As we said, competition, right. competition yeah. is great. Um, totally. But, but good luck. that's the live streaming space is so difficult. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well be trying to make another YouTube. Literally. If, if Microsoft couldn't do it, good luck. You four. good luck. Right. And I, I mean, <laughs> just the technology barrier alone, right? Like if you're going to if you're going to have a live streaming platform that has so much content moving through servers, you better own those damn servers or else whoever you're hosting on is making money for from you running that space, right? So Google has their own, Amazon has their own which owns Twitch, Microsoft has their own. But if you're going to start a company outside of that that's focused on video or live streaming content that just needs so much data to run through, you're going to be paying those other companies regardless. Yep. And I think, honestly, the publicity might have hurt them taking off too. Because now, when they when they come out, they're going to have a huge influx of people trying it. And those the server capacity they're going to need the like speed bumps are going to hit along the way. They're going to lose so many people right off the bat because it's like beta testing, getting things right, trial error. I think I think it hurts them more than it helped them, honestly. It, it, it could. It could for them. sure. Because um, you're right. They're going to need so much more space than if they had just started small. Then folks are going to get frustrated because their technology is not going to work. 
and then they're going to have this massive falling off of users. So then they're going to be pay, paying for space that they don't use anymore. So yep. yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, but good luck to them. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I, I will check you out. I'll check it out once it's out. Once for sure. It's out, I will not be streaming there. I can tell you that. Yeah. Well, Mr. Twitch affiliate. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And then, so let's see. Dr. Disrespect was the, the second big news. We've got, uh, what was it called? Hyperscape? Yep. Hyperscape's out. Yeah. So Hyperscape, Ubisoft game announced has Twitch integration, which Valorant had done this um, where to get into the beta, you needed to watch Twitch streamers in order to get a, a drop, uh, a key drop to be able to play it. Um, Hyperscape's doing the same thing. But on top of that, um, it's kind of cool. If, if you're watching a stream of somebody who's playing Hyperscape, you can vote uh, for different things to happen within their game. And basically, wh whatever the chat ends up picking in terms of highest percentage, and I, I guess they have it so that in the back end, if multiple streamers are playing within the same game, uh, it'll kind of add up the, the different votes as well which who knows how the technology works behind it all blows that. My mind. Yeah. Um, but it can actually change uh, not the overall outcomes of the game. Cause of course the players are still, you, you know, you, you got to get kills, um, but it'll change what happens within the game, which is a very cool concept to me. Um, I watched some of it. Have you, have you watched some of the gameplay at this point? I've watched a little bit. I'm probably, I probably have like 30 minutes to an hour under my belt. Okay. Um, it, it, it reminds me of like apex mixed with titanfall kind of yes the, um, the game itself to me is pretty underwhelming i'm i'm the, most excited about the integration not so much the game itself yeah 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 I, i'm focused on the technology behind it and uh how interactive it can actually be with chat so that it's not just chat that's interactive it's chat actually interacting with you too right and that's awesome yeah that is awesome definitely um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. It, it, it is still in beta. Um, really, they just announced it like a week or two ago, right? And then they're like, okay, oh, beta starting now. Yeah, so it was leaked a week ago. And then I think two days ago, the keys started dropping on Twitch. And yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. The movement looks so interesting. Like, yes. it's, it's very, it, it must be so hard to shoot people because, like, the movement is so rapid and fast and you can jump so high and so far. And right. It, it looks tough. Looks yeah. Tough. I do think, um, in terms of just game design, the, um, the elevation is interesting to me. The, the multiple levels within the city, um, mm -hmm. and just the f verticality of that does look interesting to me. They, they could, play and, and I, I did hear i was watching dr lupo um he had some developers on his stream and he was asking them some questions and they said there will be new game types that you haven't seen in a typical br or really first person shooter um that have to do more with the different levels of elevation and and being able to go inside different parts of the buildings and things like that um so i'm interested to see where that goes that's always so important to me that like a development company has a roadmap oh, yeah. of like of like future updates because a game can get stagnant so quickly. Yeah. And if they aren't thinking ahead, then it, it 
dies so quick. Yeah. Yeah. So quick. So I, I love hearing that. Yeah. I, uh, I know you're not super excited about this, but I am just so pumped for cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Um, they, they did just, what you heard they got rid of uh, wall running. They did get rid of wall running. Yes. Uh, that was a big thing. Yes. That's what I saw. I yes. Know. Um, they also pushed it back to November, uh, which I'm not excited about, but I just can't wait for that game to come out. And they have put out so much in terms of developer content and just like what they've thought of while trying to create this game. And, and like you said, I, I just love when you can see that a company definitely has a vision for something. I think that it's been in development for seven years at this point. Um, and I just could not be more excited to play that. But hmm. did you pre-order? Are you a pre-order? I'm not a pre-order. You're not okay. No. Okay. No. Do you disapprove of pre-ordering? Do you think it should be uh, uh, not a thing? I I don't think I'd ever personally do it. I'm not going to tell anybody else how to spend their money. Um, but I I don't think unless you just know for sure you're going to want it and like it. I mean, I am going to buy it. Uh, so if there's like some kind of perk that you get for pre-ordering it that you normally wouldn't get, which usually they have something, but if there's something that's really, really worth it, you know, you're going to buy it anyways. I get that. Uh, but otherwise to me, there's no point in pre-ordering. Wait for a review to come out, wait for people to actually play it. The game could end up being garbage and then you're screwed out of your money. Yep. Yep. I think it leads to like deceit kind of, from dev companies because they can promise so much and it can fall so short, but they already made their money back. Right. And more sometimes just based off pre-orders. Right. Well, so this happened years ago at this point now, but there was no man's sky, right? Which, uh, had a horrible opening. It, it did seem like a case of over promising under delivering. Mm -hmm. However, got to give them credit. They spent, the next few years just improving, 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 improving. And now I think the game is better than anything they ever promised at the beginning. Um, they, I, I think for them, it was just a case of they did have vision. They just couldn't, I think they had some kind of contracting with Sony to, to release it on the PlayStation 4 at a certain point, And they just mm -hmm. couldn't meet what they wanted to meet by the deadline for it. Mm -hmm. um, but got to give them credit for keep, keep on working it. Um, but there's plenty of companies that will take your money in, not spend any more time trying to improve the game. And then you're kind of SML. Mm -hmm. So you see that often with the dev and publisher, like head to head with Activision Bungie of destiny Two, Like, yeah, the Activision was like, look, you need to push out content. And Bungie was like, no, it's not perfect yet. We don't want to release it. We don't want to release it. And then luckily, Activision split from Bungie and Destiny 2 has never been better at this point. Yeah. Well, and I, I think Destiny 1 even, right? Like mm -hmm. Des the original Destiny was supposed to be Halo-esque in terms of lore, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was supposed to be this fully built out immersive world that had a rich history that had things you could explore and learn about and that were mysterious. Um, and then what came out was essentially a co-op 
first person shooter game with all the lore restricted to these cards that you could read versus explore. And I remember at the time there was all this drama with like game directors stepping down and leaving the project. And there was just all this different internal drama. And I think they were just never able to realize their, their vision because of conflict like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I applaud developers who are able to like fight publishers like that. And it's even better when the publishers are completely out of it and a dev can just be a dev. Like that's, Absolutely. that's the best scenario. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough though. Cause you, you need the, the money, right. And you need, there's a reason you're working with a publisher. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you right. know, limitations on there, there should be that line of like publishers need to be accepting of devs time because like, I feel like a publisher doesn't understand what actually goes into crafting a game that meets the developers like requirements yeah, and like their vision. It, that, and that's, that's totally fair. And I think in some ways it's maybe a little bit easier for uh, newer developers or development studios who have not come out with content before there's less expectation for them and, um, they generally will have a little bit more time to really put out kind of the most polished product that they can. Um, mm -hmm. But Bungie had already, well, yeah. So Bungie had already put out the halos. They passed that to three, four, three industries at some point, And then they wanted to focus on destiny. Um, but I, I think it was a case of, okay, you're a game development company that's been through this many, many times we think you can deliver on this thing that you're promising, hit your dates. Yep. Um, and, it, and yeah, there was just kind of some back and forth there. And also, if you're not a newer company, you have all this hype surrounding it, right? Like everybody wanted the next thing after Halo. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that, that's kind of what the publisher is riding on. They want to try to get that out while it's hot. Um, so it makes sense that they don't want to necessarily push things back a ton, which is why I'm glad. I'm not glad that CD Projekt Red has pushed back cyberpunk for friggin' years, but I know at least they're focusing on the product more so than just getting it out so that they can make money. Totally. Yep. So. And so that same thing happened with that game Anthem by Origin. Do you remember that? Oh, I do God remember that. Thing? Yeah. I, I fell into it. I fell into the pre-order. I pre-ordered it. Oof. I got it. Played it. Awful. It was so bad. <laughs> How much was it? It, it was 40 bucks, okay. I think, at the time. It wasn't a, a $60 game. But, um, yeah, it fell short on every expectation that they ever promised. Oof. And but, but they're going through a No Man's Sky phase right now where they're like, patch 2.0 is coming out and please retry the game because we've reworked everything the loot system you guys had a problem with the in-game material all of it so well i i've got i definitely have more respect for folks who do that versus just too. saying Whoops. it's so easy to say no right it's so easy to be like oh it, it was a dud yeah we'll try a new one yeah so easy <clears throat> yeah I, especially for bigger companies that have a whole wide variety of games they're i think they're more likely to just say well try the next one out instead of yep. okay we're really going to try to fix this one and build it up mm -hmm. and totally. then you have a company like rockstar 
who comes out with GTA five <laughs> breaks records for, uh, the, the most money ever made for a piece of entertainment, including movies. And then doesn't make another one because they just keep making more and more and more money from the same one. So why on earth would they publish another one? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which is, I, I mean, it's fair. Like I, I get it. Right. But it sucks as a consumer who wants to see more content like that. But so they did, they were Red Dead, right? Yeah, they do Red Dead as well. Yeah, they Red Dead Redemption 2 was a huge hit too. For sure, for huge. sure. But within yep. that same series, yep. folks want another GTA. And they had come uh, out pretty consistently. GTA 5 took longer than like the GTA 4 development life cycle, but it wasn't, like I think the PS5 reveal came out and there was the Rockstar logo and and there was a GTA logo and people were like oh this is it and it was just GTA 5 being re-released on PS5 <laughs> and it's like come on it love it started it. on PS3 love it it was it was on the last generation console and moved up to this generation and now they're like boom it's the same thing with Skyrim right like there is the Elder Scrolls series they admit Skyrim I think was the fifth one and now they're just like Skyrim coming on your Samsung refrigerator. Like, <laughs> like if you think about it, those are two of probably the most heavily modded games available for yes. PC. Yes. So like if you have third party like people developing their own stuff for your game and you're still making money for free, why not write it out? Right. Yeah. Why not? I, like I said, I understand it from the company's perspective. It just yeah. sucks from the consumer's perspective. That's true. Because we just want more new content. Just download a new mod. Just download yeah, a new mod. You, you can do that for now, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can see where it can get stale and, and stuff too. So. Yeah. yeah. But. <sighs> All right. Is there any other streamer news? Well, I think I, I think there has been. There's probably one that came out within the last hour. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, there's some separate drama. Um, there's been some <laughs> other things that have happened, but I think that... Uh, That'll be a wrap for for today for this inaugural yeah. episode of the Little Kings That's, Podcast. That sounds great. <laughs> so always good talking to you, Ryan. He was well. He was well. These are fun. We're gonna we're gonna do lots of these. Definitely. Um, yeah, you can check us out, uh, Ryan. When are your streams? I'm on Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, seven thirty p.m. EST on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash backslash is it slash or backslash i don't even know you, you, um, you know which one to type when you go into your browser yeah i'm no mercy merc ttv someone stole my name on twitch oh i had to throw rough. on the ttv on on the back i like it and i am <laughs> the same days tuesday thursday sunday starting at 9 30 p.m eastern um and i am twitch.tv slash penguin underscore monster Make sure to check us out. And um, what what platforms is this podcast going on? Uh, so this will be on basically any audio podcast. Uh, and then I'll also throw up a video form on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So thanks for checking it out. Checking us out. Uh, I'm Ryan. He's Ryan. The Little Kings. We'll see you next time. Peace out, guys.